After several weeks of silence, retired Chief Special Operator Edward Gallagher posted a video response to former members of his platoon who testified against him at trial and whose interviews were included in an episode of The Weekly, a companion show to The Daily produced by the New York Times for Hulu and FX. He referred to some of the members of his former platoon as cowards, highlighting names, photos, and for those still on active duty, their duty status and current units, something the former SEALs say places those men and the Navy's mission in jeopardy. Gallagher's trial served as a cultural flashpoint for both members of the military and the conservative politosphere, as President Donald Trump's involvement in the case was so unprecedented that the Secretary of the Navy was fired by the Defense Secretary. For the San Diego Union-Tribune, I'm Daniel Wheaton, and this is your San Diego News Fix. For my entire adult life, I've had the honor and privilege of fighting for this country and for your freedom. On September 11th, 2018, I was arrested and charged with war crimes, which I did not commit. My family and I then had to fight for my freedom. Even though I went to trial, exposed all the lies that were said about me by certain cowards in my platoon, and found not guilty, there are those to this day who refuse to accept that fact. I wanted to put this all behind me and move on with my life. Unfortunately, the fight to clear my name is not over. The truth has never been fully exposed about what really happened. You may think you know, but you have no idea. For those who have and continue to slander my name, the truth is coming. That was a clip that was just posted a few days ago on Gallagher's social media. And now we have reporter Andrew Dyer, who's been covering the Gallagher trial and the fallout for several months. Andrew... Give us some context. What does this mean that Gallagher has finally spoken up in this different way? Well, this is just another uh, salvo in his kind of defense online um, against the allegations uh, against him. Um, he and his his family have um, lashed out at these seals before, uh, both before the trial, during. And in the aftermath, um, they've characterized them as cowards. They call them the mean girls. Um, and, you know, they even have little kind of uh, insulting nicknames for uh, for one of the guys. Um, but this is something a little different because um, instead of kind of vague and unspecific uh, name calling, mm-hmm. um, you have Eddie Gallagher in a video... Um, telling you the names of the guys who testified against him, but also showing in a couple instances very clear and very current um, pictures of these men, as well as their current duty stations um, within the Navy SEAL community. Um, That's pretty unprecedented, right? It is. So the Navy SEALs, uh, this is already a kind of a covert, you know, uh, special special ops force. Um, the Navy, you know, they don't release their photos and names as, as a practice. Um, and for Eddie to do this, it's definitely a, a shot across the bow, so to speak. So what do you think is the reasoning behind this kind of, I guess, almost political tactic? Because 
he's already exonerated. What's there left to gain? So, yeah, you're right. Eddie was found not guilty at trial of the most serious charges against him. The president stepped in, and every time Eddie lost in court, uh, President Donald Trump stepped in and, and gave him a win, as um, is under his authority to do as the commander-in-chief. Um, what we're seeing now is a direct response to um, the New York Times show The Weekly mm-hmm. that aired at the end of December, in which they broadcast clips of interviews NCIS did with some of these SEALs um, during the investigation phase. This is well before Gallagher was arrested and before the trial. Um, The New York Times had copies of these video interviews. You know, they packaged them together, put them in this show. And that really um, that really infuriated uh, people in the Gallagher camp. And um, Mm -hmm. I, I spoke to his lawyer when this show came out. I spoke with him again yesterday after Eddie posted this video and this is all in a a media battle um between eddie's camp and and really the new york times they really feel like um that show was unfair and biased and um you know they'll you know we don't like this term but they they call it you know fake news Mm -hmm. and whatever um and eddie says that this is how he's going to get his side out get the truth out um, this was a three-minute clip. Uh, it kind of comes off as a teaser trailer. Um, his lawyer wouldn't say what the project is, whether it's some kind of full-length documentary or episodic documentary or if it's just going to be some 10-minute YouTube video that remains to be seen. So this is just coming from Gallagher and his supporters. This isn't like you know, some Hollywood executive giving him money to make a documentary, right? I'm not sure who produced the video. Um, it was released um, Monday morning on Eddie's Instagram and Facebook accounts. Um, there's a, a hashtag um, attached to the end of the of the clip, but um, I haven't seen I didn't see any credited production house or, or anything. Um, it it certainly I don't know if, if if Eddie knows how to use uh, video editing software or not, but. Mm-hmm. Um, it remains to be seen uh, what this project is or who's putting it together. Mm-hmm. Certainly. So also in your story, you spoke to several other SEALs who for the first time decided to be on the record. What did they say? Uh, yeah, one guy did go on the record with me. Um, he, he, he mentioned he, he may have been quoted in a, a New York Times story previously, but um, he served on the platoon in 2017 in Iraq. Um, he is not one of the seals who testified at trial um but you know he he was basically standing up for uh for these guys the witnesses who did testify he said that they were honorable and that they uh, were stand up guys and uh kind of kind of defended their character mm-hmm. um i talked to another seal from the platoon who uh did not want me to use his name in the story um and he was much more uh, blunt about what this, you know, um, one of so one of the one of the guys that is highlighted in the video with his face and his name and his unit um, is attached to SEAL Team Six. It's it's the Naval Special Warfare Development Group. Mm-hmm. Um, this is the most elite unit in the Navy SEALs, which you know the Navy SEALs are the most elite unit in in special warfare. So. Um, 
you know, this team is the best of the best. It, it's covert. It's tough to get into. Um, ironically, um, Eddie Gallagher uh, wrote this guy a letter of recommendation for mm-hmm. uh, for Team Six. Um, but, um, yeah, that was one of those things where uh, you know this um, the seal I talked to said, you know, it should tell you. It tells you a lot about this guy that he was accepted into Team Six, and um, for, for Eddie to to put his information out there, you know, it could jeopardize his his status, his ab- ability to deploy and, and operate in a covert manner. Um, this is our special warfare 911 force. Um, a plane went down in Afghanistan yesterday, and it was members of SEAL Team 6 today who, who recovered the remains of those, those uh, individuals. Mm-hmm. Yeah, perhaps one of the most strange things about this entire story is that it went from an isolated incident within the military and became something of a political shorthand in a very short amount of time. Do you hear from members of the military community and perhaps these SEALs too that it feels strange that the biggest voices in this, besides Eddie himself, are people who have never served and therefore have you know, not as much right to make judgment about the actions of this elite force. There's, there's some of that in the, the, the discourse. I think, um, you know, active duty military, you know, you're not going to see a lot of them publicly taking positions on this case. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just not in the nature. There's something about the culture of the military where people tend to keep their heads down. Um, a lot more of the opining about current events comes, I think, once people leave the military, they they feel a little emboldened. They have a mm-hmm. little bit of institutional knowledge to weigh in on stuff like this. And um, I have seen a lot of that, um, especially today. And the the backlash uh, with this story was immediate and, and very strong. Um, it really um, struck a, a nerve, I think, with people, um, either with military backgrounds um or with just a general interest or knowledge of, of the way the military functions, that um, that Eddie would uh, put a, you know, so to speak, a, a crosshair on on these guys um, who who turned him in and testified um, after he's already been found not guilty and, and essentially, you know, he's already retired and, and should be moving on. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but it go it stands the reason that Gallagher must have a degree of resentment for the people that put him through this. He spent time in the brig, everything, and, you know, the kind of uh, public haranguing that he experienced. But do you think there'll be a point in which Gallagher's kind of what he characterizes as his fight for his name, is there a line that he could cross, or does that line, like many things politically now, no longer exist? You know, that's a good question, and I don't know what the end game is for Eddie Gallagher and, and his family. Um, we've seen him get sponsorship deals with some veteran companies, uh, a coffee company, uh, a T-shirt company, uh, most recently just announced this morning, a supplement company. Um, and, you know, part of being a public figure and of being a brand ambassador or, or being a public person is being current and being worthy of conversation and being 
a newsmaker. So I think that there is just on the surface um, an economic benefit to being in the news. Mm-hmm. And once you're retired, your trial is over, the president's weighed in, and you know you're trying to go, you know, uh, softly into the sunset. Um, that might not be the most prof- profitable uh, course for him, but mm-hmm. um, Eddie has not uh, talked to me specifically about this or about his plans. Fair enough. And uh, do you expect to see him campaigning at all in the coming months? That's a good question. I know the the president talked about um, kind of like in a, a vague sense wanting guys to campaign for him. Um, so Gallagher has shown up at um, a few uh, big kind of political or politics adjacent events. Um, he was at the Turning Points USA uh, convention. Um, he went to Mar-a-Lago and got to meet the president. Um, this last weekend, he, he was at the, the SHOT Show in Las Vegas, which is a, a gun and outdoor um, enthusiast kind of showcase there, a big convention. Um, but I d- haven't seen, um, other than his words of support for, for President Trump, and, and, you know, they do post stuff on social media, um, you know, with the Make America Great Again stuff and and you know they are supporters of the president but um i don't know his 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 message isn't overtly political all mm-hmm. the time um he seems to support his uh his circle his network of former seals um and entrepreneurs who've started companies um he talks about them he wears their gear and and that sort of thing, um, and that's much more part of what he's been doing lately, um, out, uh, outside rather than the uh, the political stuff. Yeah, maybe it's just the fact that it's twenty twenty, but I can just imagine like the the hordes of you know Republican donors and you know people who are connected who are trying to get hey Eddie do this do that just to kind of continue the conversation and to kind of further the often Republican talking point of we need to, you know, support the troops, have a large amount of defense funding and a series of other things that have typically been aligned with the platform. As the campaign moves along, especially once we move out of the primaries and into the general election, it would not surprise me at all if if, if um, Gallagher uh, appeared with Trump in some public uh, public forum. Um, mm-hmm. That, that wouldn't be uh, unsurprising to me at all. Mm-hmm. And I guess now that this has been teased and things are coming, do you expect any kind of response from the military or the Navy to this, or are they just going to remain silent? You know, that's another interesting question. Because Gallagher was a Navy SEAL, he he has a top-secret clearance, um, as do a lot of people in the military, not just Navy SEALs. Um, a lot of people get clearances to uh, just to do their day-to-day jobs. Um so, you know, there may be some kind of statutory obligation he has to uh, maintain national security uh, secrets that he may have knowledge of as part of his job. But specifically this, um, the names of these SEALs have already been in the public record because mm-hmm. they testified at trial. 
Um, I I published their names in the Union Tribune um, back in June, uh, the day before the trial started. Um, you know, we did hold off um, on running those names, um, and I think this is important to to mention because I got a little bit of criticism online today from uh, people who said, you know, why are, why is it a big deal when Eddie does this when the UT published these names as well? Um, so I, I do want to kind of address that because um, for months before the trial, we did not publish their names. Mm-hmm. Um, but inside the stories, we would always say um, the Union Tribune is withholding the names of these SEALs, um, you know, at request of the Navy for their safety. Um, and then once they were going to become public record anyway at trial, uh, we did kind of lift that and, and, and reported their names. And then as they testified at trial... Um, this is public testimony, so we reported on their names. Uh, the individual that is attached to the Team 6, um, his involvement in that unit was s- subject of discussion during trial. So, mm-hmm. you know, it's newsworthy. We put it in the paper. Um, but what we haven't done is is put their photos and really um, drawn specific attention to them. So um, I don't know if if Gallagher doing this and, and I kind of doubt that he is in any uh, black and white violation of any uh, regulations or, or obligations he has legally. It's really just something that is known in the military as op, uh, operational security. And, and it's kind of a breach of that. Mm-hmm. And I guess we'll have to wait and see until this video comes out. Yeah, I don't um, I, you know, I, I had his lawyer on the phone yesterday. I, I tried to get more details about the project I, I tried to find out when we could expect it. And, you know, I even tried to have him just send me all the videos himself mm-hmm. of the uh, the interviews. Uh, none of that worked. <laughs> so um, it's we're still kind of in a wait-and-see mode. Mm-hmm. All right. Andrew Dyer, thank you so much. Thank you. In other military news, a new aircraft will be seen in the skies as Marine Corps Air Station Miramar received its first F-35 Lightning II fighters this week. The jets are part of Marine Fighter Attack Squadron 314 and are the first C or Charlie variants of the fifth generation aircraft delivered to the Marines. They are the third version of the $1.5 trillion weapons program, and they will operate on Navy aircraft carriers, replacing an older version of the FA-18 Hornet. The base will mark the jets' arrival with a ceremony on Friday. Thanks for listening to the San Diego News Fix, which goes live weekdays at 5 p.m. On weekday mornings, you can also hear a quick rundown of local weather and headlines. Just tell your smart speaker to launch the San Diego Union Tribune. You can also get the Flash Briefing as a podcast. For a full listing of our audio offerings, go to uniontrib.com slash podcasts. Until next time.